Welcome to The Power of Faith with David Hathaway. In this episode, David continues his Bible study, from the book of Hebrews, chapter 13. Reading from verse 1. Keep on loving each other, as brothers and sisters. Don't forget, to show hospitality to strangers, for some who have done this, have entertained angels. Remember those in prison, as if you were there yourself. Remember also, those being mistreated, as if you felt their pain in your own bodies. Verse 5. Don't love money, be satisfied with what you have. For God has said, I will never fail you. I will never abandon you. So we can say with confidence, the Lord is my helper, so I will have no fear. What can mere people do to me? Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So do not be attracted by strange, new ideas. Your strength comes from God's grace. Now, open your Bible, and join David, as he teaches from Hebrews 13. Well, this, uh, we're coming actually to the end of Hebrews, and um, this is in uh, chapter 13. You know, it's very interesting because people don't realize that I spent um, 15, 16 years as a pastor. I also studied in Bible college. Uh, I had to do five years actually in order to get ordained. I do have a background of serious study of scripture, but um, people have generally more associated me with evangelism, which has been my main theme right throughout, because although, as you many of you know about with my story, that um, I was asked while I was in Bible college, I was asked to pastor a church when I was 18, and uh, within two months was evangelizing in a tent, because to me, that was a major part of pastoral work. Anyway, what I'm really trying to tell you is that there is a great deal of importance at the moment on the authority and power of the Word of God. In fact, when I was witnessing at school, I was witnessing mainly on the authority and the accuracy and the dependability of the Word of God, because Paul says all Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for rebuke and for comfort and for strength, but it's the fact that it's given by inspiration of God. And we are facing a major crisis, actually, today in the church, where the established church is being divided. It, it, it's splitting into those who want to uphold the accuracy and the truth of Scripture and obedience to it, and those who want to modernize and to simply accommodate culture. But you can't. You can't. You can't have it both ways. Um, the Scripture is absolutely clear if you read Revelation, that in the book of Revelation, John is saying very, very clearly that if you add anything into Scripture, uh, all the plagues of the Scripture are added into your life. If you take away from anything in Scripture, 
your name is taken out of the book of life. You read it, he's very clear. You cannot play with scripture, you cannot change it either. You have to be what we used to call in the old days the fundamentalist, which is to accept the accuracy of the scripture, or you have to become what we also used to call a modernist, which wants to adapt scripture to culture. I'm sorry, but I make no question. I'm a fundamentalist. I believe the authority of Scripture, and I believe that we have to get back to this in the church, because without it, there is no salvation. Now, why am I talking like this? I'm talking like this because those of you who know me know that I am teaching a lot on Scripture and have written a number of books on this, and also I'm doing a lot of preaching on it. And particularly I feel I need to mention this in Hebrews, because as we look at chapter 13, what we see is Paul is really concluding what he has said previously. In fact, he starts off, let brotherly love continue, don't forget to entertain strangers, because thereby some entertain angels. By the way, that's important. Uh, he says in verse 3, remember those that are in bondage, those that are in prison. He speaks then about the authority of Scripture, even with regard to marriage. Um, in verse 5, he's saying, let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with what you have, simply because God says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And in verse 6, so we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Now, let me pause there, because what I really want to reflect on is the importance of the book of Hebrews. Remember, Paul is writing to Jewish people. And as we've gone through it, and when I look back and summarize it, what Paul is needing to do in this book, in this letter, because after all it was a letter, is to explain to the Jewish people, the Hebrews, the difference between their old traditions. He brings the likenesses and the differences between the old traditions which prevailed from the time of Moses right up until the time of Christ, but which were abolished and replaced with the New Testament, the New Covenant, in the Old. Um, and you can see this, it's referred to in chapter 13, particularly um, where he's saying uh, in verse 9, don't be carried about with divers and strange doctrines and so on. Um, but, and, and I shall deal with that in, in a few minutes, but let me say the point that I'm trying to make is that in the book of Hebrews, what I can sense very strongly is, yes, for me, reading it, I see it as uh, a, a letter written on faith, because the, the, the most famous faith chapter in the whole of the Bible is Hebrews 11. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. But 
At the same time, what Paul is doing is showing the contrast between the legalism of the Old Testament and the fact that when you come into the New Testament, salvation is a different way. Salvation is by faith in the atonement of Christ and that salvation is only because Christ has died. And the Bible makes it quite clear that Adam came, the first Adam, and he sinned against God and sin ruled the world. And 2,000 years later, Jesus came and when Jesus, sorry, it's more than 2,000, of course, 4,000 from uh, the beginning, but 2,000 years uh, uh, since the time of Moses, that uh, Jesus came in order as the second Adam, he might fulfill the law. So in other words, all the laws of the Old Testament were fulfilled in Christ. And we no longer have salvation through the laws of the Old Testament, but through faith. Now, if you read through this, this Hebrews and looking back on it, he makes so many references to it because, I mean, in chapter 11, um, faith is the substance of things hoped for. Through faith, we understand the worlds were framed by good report, um, by the word of God. Uh, the elders obtained a good report by faith, Abel, Hopford, sacrifice, and so on. And verse 6, without faith, it's impossible to please God. So faith still runs through the whole of the Old Testament, but it's in a different way, because the Old Testament was only a picture of what was to come in Christ. And I want you to understand this because while Jesus here is speaking to the Jewish people, to the Hebrew people, this does apply to us today. Our Spring 2024 edition of Prophetic Vision magazine will powerfully demonstrate how for over 70 years, God has directed David's ministry strategically and prophetically to be in the right place at the right time. In scripture, God speaking through Isaiah said, this is the way, walk ye in it. David has heard and obeyed that voice his entire life. In David Hathaway's new book, A Firm Foundation, Strength for Now and for Eternity, David will guide you through the Apostle Paul's letters to the Philippians, Colossians, and Philemon. David has written this book to strengthen your faith at a time when everything around us is being shaken. Join David as he delves deep into the truths of the Bible. Order David's book, A Firm Foundation, by visiting our website, eurovision.org.uk forward slash shop. Thank you for listening to the Power of Faith broadcast with David Hathaway. We would love to hear from you. Contact us by visiting eurovision.org.uk. Also available online are many free teaching resources to help you on your walk with God. David has written many faith-building books to encourage and inspire. Order these online today. Each month, David ministers online and in person. 
Our ministry is only possible because of the faithful support of so many people. For details on our evangelism and humanitarian relief work, visit eurovision.org.uk. Thank you again for listening.